dependent. Yes. Everything is dependent on Him. Yes. All right. So there's a, and it's so awesome now that I can begin to really open up the Hebrew. It doesn't matter if it's the meeting, Sunday <laughs> meeting. But we can't separate it anymore because I realize, you know, this is the time where God is calling people to be hungry for the mysteries. Yes. And because uh, we see the Hebrew language as the DNA of creation, it's alive and it's vibrating with mysteries, it's vibrating with life and frequencies. I mean, there we found out, remember the scripture that says, uh, God said, I sing over you. And we found out that the words that he spoke was like a frequency, and that frequency is the sound of his music. It's it's how he, he sang over us. And we and all of creation is a song. That's why now they come and they make like it's a big uh, revelation that they've got equipment now that can hear how the grass sings, the sound, the bees make, the sound. The bees, the, even their sound, maybe uh, um, Sylvia's husband Ian can put it on the group, please, about how the bees make a sound to, uh, I don't know if it's, or the flowers make a sound to invite the bees. And then they change a sound when the bees are. So, I mean, come on, you know, God is amazing. He's expanding your consciousness and he's just expanding you to receive more. Amen. And this morning he just said, and I was thinking about the glory, and he said to me, if you honor me because I am the glory, yes. I'm the glory of God. So he said, if you honor me, more and more of my glory you will see. Amen. And and this is where I, I just want to say it out there, speak it out there. All the awakening is very exciting, but I'm sorry if it's devoid of Yeshua. Yes. And let me tell you something, if it doesn't if it doesn't bring you to that center, Amen. it's off center. And you know, for the first time this weekend, I was so irritated, not in the flesh, that's fleshy stuff, but I was irritated that there's so, listen, social media, I've got to take this on, thank you Yahweh, social media is awesome, yes. Yahweh is giving us social media to get the truth out there, okay, to preach, it is a fantastic tool, I think it's things beyond that we can possibly imagine, but now here's the off-balance thing. There's so much. You could sit all day and listen to people's sermons. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yep. But. But. Mm. But. But. You see, what it's doing, what Yeshua showed me yesterday, and I'm, I'm so grateful now that long ago I just felt... <laughs> I'm holding the cross. It's, it's not shocking yet, but I'm not going to wait for it. And this is anointed. I'll only shock with anointing. And uh, so I thought to myself, you said, why am I so, so, so agitated by this? And it's like, you said, yes, you know what? This is an awesome time where, and we need to listen to many different voices out there. But he said, he said to me, it, can, it, it now can begin to keep your mind so busy that you're not busy with Yahweh. Spot on. Spot on. Yes. Yeah. Social media is a temptation to be so busy. Thank 
can even be an idol. I was just going to say. It can even be an addiction. It's an addiction, and that's the problem. It's now becoming an addiction. I know I'm touching something. I can feel it in the spirit now. Okay, and we all we've all been tainted with it because there's so much out there that we can watch, we can listen to. <clears throat> but what is that doing for your intimacy with Yahweh? Your time. We, we, if 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 something takes over your time, that like after the day's gone, you say, Oh my word, I didn't even I haven't even you know you can be listening to all this and you haven't spoken a word to your father in whose house you are. Thank you, Yahweh. You, I felt agitated, but he began to clarify why I feel agitated. And really, I don't have... I, 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 it's wonderful and, and it's awesome, but I don't want my time stolen. Yes. Because isn't this the time that we need to press in deeper with him? Yes. Because I tell you, the decisions you have to make in this day and age, you need the counsel and wisdom of God like big time. You cannot afford to make wrong decisions. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So um, I want to speak to you about the word prayer. Wow. And I was just so amazed. <laughs> and again, you know, how how did how do we view prayer? Prayer is, prayer is that is the communication between you and Yahweh. But the but it can also be like a um, what's a, is it a monologue? Conversation. Uh, yeah. when one is speaking. Then it's monologue. Is it a monologue? Yeah. But it's supposed to be a conversation. Yeah, so so prayer can become a monologue where you moan. <laughs> See your list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, and it's, it's awesome, Yeshua said, you know, Yahweh wants to hear the cry of your heart, okay? But the Hebrew word for prayer is tefillah. Maybe you can just write it there, Ryan, nice and big, T. Thank you. T-E-F-I, we'll take a photo of it and send it on the group. Yeah, T-E-F-I-L-A-H. Tefillah. Oh man, and I've been wanting to get to this um, for a long time. Tefillah. Oh yeah, Tefillah. T-E-F-I-L-A-H. And I will give you the Hebrew. F-I-L. F-I-L. Tefillah, just like you say it. T-E-F-I-L-A-H. Okay, the Hebrew letter, I, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> the Hebrew letter, so remember from right to left, yes. is um, the the tav. Tav. Prayer. Tav. <laughs> Starts with the cross. Okay. The finished work of Yeshua. Pay. Okay, so the mouse is involved. Tav, which you can just put up top of the sign of a cross. On top of the tav. Just on top of the sign of the cross, very important. Pay. Okay, yud. So it's tav, pay, yud. Then lamed. 
awesome. And hey, they breathe. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Sure. It's not an oratory that you do before God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. You know that prepared speech. <laughs> okay. So, and I looked at that and I said, wow. So, this is prayer. This is how Yahweh opened it to me. He said, when you, the word, the word says, go into your most inner room. What do you, it says, close the door. Oh my word, that is so important. Close the door to everything, everything that you're conscious of that has happened to you, that is pulling you down. Close the door on that. All the distractions. All the distractions. Close the door. So he's not, remember, we now in the spirit. We're not talking physical stuff. But if it helps you to do it physically, you do that. But he's saying, in your heart, close your door to everything else but his presence. That's prayer. Thank you. Amen. And of course, there are times that you have to shout out help. All right. All, all that. Yahweh hears all of it. Sometimes you just have to shout help. Okay. But I'm talking about intended, intentional times of prayer. And then he said to me, because the tub is there, pray, you come with a mindset, a consciousness of what happened at the cross. Exactly what she said. That it is finished. Another thing he said to me, your praying now is it before the resurrection or is it afterwards? Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So we know pay the mouth, youth. Now youth is the outstretched hand. When you come to him, he's already got his hand out to you. We have a word, I think it's cuff, which in, which is one of the Hebrew living letters that means his hand is open. His hand is open. Outstretched hand. Because he sits next to the right hand, which is the power of Yahweh flowing, and he says, my hand is outstretched towards you to bless you. The author of life. The author of life. His power is everything is there. But again, I'm asking you, this is what he said to me. Do you pray now? Are you in the time before the resurrection, the crossing, or after? Yeah. You see? And hey, the breath, his spirit. His spirit speaking. So pray is to first come and hear. Your heart is full of stuff that you need to ask him, yes. But he says, will you first close that door and come and wait on me? Now, yesterday we heard the word for wait is kavar. Don't forget the lament there. Yes, there's the lament, which is, he is, it's the 
shepherd staff, the teacher. So he wants to teach you from his breath because the disciples said, this is amazing. Everyone prays, I believe, believe you me. Even they're sitting up there in the plane and it begins to shake. They know how to, everyone prays. But the disciples, it was so good. It was so amazing of that disciple that came to Yeshua and said, teach us how to pray. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so wait on him. This is the power, the most powerful part of your prayer. Because sometimes a whole word comes to me like that. Then he speaks. I hear him. I hear him. Awesome. Okay. The more you walk in the spirit, the less you will think. Exactly. Amen. Boy, and if you think less, you're gonna speak less. Hmm? You're just gonna release. You're gonna now. just release. You will be less in trouble. You'll be less in trouble. Our mouths have got us into trouble. Sure. <laughs> okay. So the the more you live in the spirit and you you think the thoughts of the spirit oh. and you high and far above yes. everything, the less you will think. Sure. It's sure. stepping into that consciousness of Him. And that breath signifies his spirit and also signifies his rest and his shalom. Wow, that's beautiful. So Shira says his breath also signifies his shalom and his rest. Well, you see, that's the thing about prayer. It is literally entering his rest first. Okay. So we are now in the time of the resurrection. So I want to put it out there that the prayers that you would have prayed in the time before resurrection are very different to the prayers you are praying now. Exactly. Exactly. That's why that shopping list no more applies. No. Yeah. No. You know how, how obligated we used to feel? Oh my word, goodness, if I don't pray for my children every day, if I don't pray for my family every day, if I don't pray for this every day. It's all, it's all, um, it's the door you must close. You are now born of the Spirit. Yes, yes. I heard someone years ago, maybe probably decades ago, but a long time ago, saying that you don't pray and say, Lord, give me this, Lord, give me mm-hmm. that. You say, thank you, Lord. That you have it. It's Thank done. Thank you, Lord, for this. It's Thank done. you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for it's this. It's done. Yeah. But you see, in prayer, there's a surrender. Yeah. And why you need to close the door to your thoughts? Really, I'm teaching you now about prayer. This is the first time ever. But how you need to um, close, I'm, I'm talking about not your, we, we're conversing with God all day, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about your intentional times where you go and you sit. And you, you know that right now you desperately need just to go into a deeper realm with Him. Yeah. And so prayer needs to become, the thing is, what prayer is intended for? And this is what Yahweh said to me. He said, what did I, what, when the disciple asked me, teach us to pray. Because, listen, prayer is the words 
we create with words. Yes. So he said, what did I tell that disciple? Our Father. father. Yes. So will a father withhold anything good from his child? That's why I said this morning, our prayers become powerful when we do not doubt God anymore. Before the resurrection, we call him God. Now we call him Father. And that's that's the awesome thing. Because now he's Father. Like I said this morning, you, you cannot doubt him anymore. If I was reading the other day, um, I think it was, uh, they gave a couple of points of the biggest attack on the church in today's life. You know what? Have we not seen this? You know what's one of the biggest attacks? The orphan spirit. And I understand now why. Because Yeshua said, our father. He said, my father is now your father. We have our father. He wasn't just saying that because of anything but the fact that we need to realize we have a heavenly father who has no limits and who has already said yes to Okay. Just just by saying my father, you already have an identity. That's that's the identity. You already have a purpose. That's the identity. You already have a life set out before you that he created for you. Just by acknowledging him as your father. See? Okay. You see, if we can discern, we need to, that's why it's important to to learn ascension into the realms. If we can discern that they are time, you see, now Yahweh deals with us as a father. And you know where you see the orphan spirit coming on is when when the father starts correcting us, and we either run towards that or we run away from that. So, but so we discern when Yahweh is speaking in what role. When there's a surrender, it's because you're in the fear. You're in the fear of God now that He's the only God. He's the God that holds everything in His hand, that has all power. Yes. All power. Yesterday I was uh, just waiting to be baptized into the name of Jesus. It's not something you say if you go and it means we baptized in. There were two things that I saw in the name of Yeshua. So when you baptize, and this is why illumination must come, otherwise we're gonna we, we just going to stay immature. If you baptize into Yeshua, it means you baptize into his authority. Exactly. And you baptize into his power. Yes. That was never taught me when I got baptized. It was just the right thing to say. We understand we're in him, and that our life is now uh, melted into him, so it's no longer I that live, I'm living in him, through him, with him, but I'm now baptized into his authority, I'm baptized into his power, his power and authority. 
Exactly. It's now mine. It's what I now function with, what I rely on. Exactly. See, it takes me out of me yeah. and my weakness exactly. and my little authority and it puts me in a place of overcoming victory. Always, always, always. Exactly. The, <coughs> lament, the lament, sorry, yeah. the lament there is he teaches us things that you cannot learn from anyone or anything else exactly. directly. <coughs> because he can't be just contained in exactly. a book. The stuff that I learned as a young follower of Christ from directly from, from him. Awesome. Directly from awesome. I'm sure we all can testify yeah. to that. And that's what he wants, constantly to learn from him directly. Constantly. I'm telling you, that's, that's exactly the time we're living in. Teach you, um, you never forget. Exactly. Oh, Thank yes. you. Yes. You when he teaches you, you never forget. Exactly. Okay. So we know now everything now is about position. So in prayer, you, when it talks about um, waiting, kavar, yes. we heard yesterday the Hebrew word for, you've heard, wait upon the Lord. And you know, we see pictures of Christians waiting on God like a skeleton sitting in a chair. I'm waiting on God. Okay. <laughs> so you know, you know, it was the famous thing uh, leaders in the body would say if they didn't know how to answer you, yeah. wait upon the Lord. Yeah. Don't ask me, wait upon the Lord. <laughs> okay. And um, this is this is why I'm in ministry today, probably ten years, because I learned I there's no more waiting. Um, if you wait for the perfect time for anything, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Okay, uh, because Yahweh is giving you a faith now that can see in the spirit where you want to go, and you start taking steps to move towards it. I love that. That's exactly what you're doing. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, when we wanted to uh, go to Spirit Word, you know, we had no okay for nobody. I can promise you, nobody wanted to agree with us. Um, so we went and fetched our boxes, not a cent yeah. to go. The one thing I've learned, if you have Yahweh's blessing for anything, yes. that's all you need. Yes. That's all you need. Yes. And, and he wants to bless you. Yes. That's his heart. If he says, go do that, do you know what that means? It's an instruction, it's a direction, and it's a blessing to say. And the provision will be everything. there. Everything. The provision will be there. Everything. So, um, now the thing is, waiting means, the actual meaning of waiting of kavar means to be twisted, to be entangled within like a rope. Sure. Entangled within like a rope. You become one. One. So you don't know who's Yeshua and who's Sharon. One. That's strength. And yes, and the strength of an ox. Wow, that is so important because that's how he, that, that is it. I mean, it just shows you that we don't have to be shaken by anything going on in this world. We cannot be shaken. You know why? Because with the illumination of the kingdom now on earth being established, yes. he said nothing will shake the kingdom. Amen. Nothing will shake the kingdom. And he's put the kingdom inside of you, but it's illumination of what is inside of you. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
So are we praying like children or like sons? Do sons in the house know exactly what is theirs? Are the sons the inheritors? This is a big thing. Because let me tell you something. You in this realm and just to give you an example, but because you can use it for anything. If sickness knocks, then you need to explain to this realm. Exactly. I, I, I look at it that way. So I'm explaining to this realm. I put up a stop sign. Yes. I said, my inheritance. Don't think because I'm in this realm, what you see is who I am. No. I'm not the flesh and blood. I am spirit. Yes, I am flesh and blood. But I tell this realm, my inheritance has already been paid for. Get out of here. I receive healing. That was a prayer. Boy, was that a prayer. Like a son who knows the inheritance. It's not God's will for you to not have money. To be on the bottom of the ladder. I, I know these things hurt. But I was there having to listen when we had no money, when we didn't even have food in the house. And like this picture doesn't add up. And until you come to that point where you're hey, you can start saying, Yahweh already knows what he said. You don't have to tell him, you know, take the Bible and hope that you will be able to convince him. You've got, this is the maturity of sons now. You've got to know it is his will for you to be blessed. Exactly. Do you know one day, Sharon, that I, I, I stood up and I told Yahweh that you said you came to give us abundant life. This that I'm living is not so abundant good. life. So good. And from that moment, he started, he started moving me into freedom to that abundant Freedom, life. that's what he wants. He wants freedom for us. You know, and, and I was there. I was there where it was. And it was so hard to see other people. I, I remember um, other people putting in money in the offering. It was hard. But I stuck in there because I knew he's the truth. And I knew what he said is the truth. And I knew it would break through in my life because I didn't doubt that he is the truth. That what he says he will do, that's why I played the song for all of you. Yes. You're going to come this year and you're going to say, look what the Lord has done for you. Amen. Amen. That's the thing, Sharon. Yahweh is so faithful to his sons. It's time that we be faithful to him. Oh, my word. Seriously. Yeah, you see, and our faithfulness comes from the heart. People can sit in church meeting after church meeting after church meeting, and their hearts are not faithful because they doubt God, they doubt everything, and they get offended with God eventually because it's not happening for them. Please don't fall into that trap. Your time is coming. Exactly. That's why the ox is there for perseverance. For strength and perseverance. In Him, in Him, you persevere, you push on with Him. You 
can't do it on your own, believe me. No, 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 no. All won't exist if you can't do it on your own. With him, you can endure the hardest of hardest. No. And when he says move, you, you move. move. He says when you are weak, you yeah. can rely on his strength exactly. because he's the left the ox. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Here's the other thing that's so amazing. So I just want to say, you're going to come this year with a song. Look what the Lord has done. Now I just want to tell you what has already happened. I mean, in a, in a group like this, just, just see uh, Kunji's uh, business is so blessed and she's building on her house. And she's, and, and uh, Cecilia is, uh, her, is fulfilling her calling there, working with Kunji, which is amazing. They are radically changing the next generation. That's why they've been appointed to do this. And then, um, you guys got a new home. A new business. So, one day um, in the gathering, the Lord said to me, um, yeah, our house will be supernatural providers. Yeah, awesome. And the Lord opened the door and that landlord didn't have me even to advertise the house. It was immediately there. Yeah, it was immediately there. You know, there's a song Mercy Culture sings. Huh? You know what it sounded like? Like somebody is playing a drum roll. Oh, is it you? Awesome. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you hear, you know what we used to do when we were down under. Every time we heard a testimony, instead of letting it hurt, we said, "I'm next. I'm next. I'm next." Because he's not a respecter of persons. Yes. We are one. If it happens for the one, it happens for the other. Yes. Okay. So. So, so really, some of you, if you haven't heard that word where I said your mind, your mindset creates your reality. So we have to take responsibility for the reality I'm sitting in right now. Yes. You see? Exactly. Yeah. I have to take responsibility because yeah. how did we move in with what we wanted to see? We we made a move, yeah. but this changed first. Yeah. This changed yeah. first. You know? So, okay. So now, the ladder. The ladder of Jacob. That is a type of Yeshua. Angels, what did Yeshua say to Nicodemus? From this moment on. Oh my, oh my. He said, from this moment on, you will see, and he was pointing to man. You will see what? The heavens open. Why is the heavens open? Because now our sins are forgiven. We're not under the law, suffering from the offer. Yes, or any other nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> no karma. I cannot believe Christians are hurt out of their mouths having karma. Really? That, that comes from the that is being unfaithful to who Yeshua is. Yeah. That's 
that belief comes from, from, the, Hindu. from the Hindu religion. Wow, that's from the Hindu religion. Yep. Hmm? Something that bothers me is when someone says, so hamak and so halat Yes. Not, it's such an ungodly saying. Yeah. It's, there's some ungodly quotes we need to get rid of. Yep. Okay. So, Yahweh said, from this moment on, you will see the heavens open. The heaven, why did he say the heavens are open? Was he saying it for his sake or for our sake? So there's nothing. That's why he said, will he not worth his son? The heavens are open means we have full access. Full access. Yes, she was in I'm the access. Yes, we have full access. This full access. Yeah. To everything there that he stands for and that he has full access. The full price of the cross. Yes. You see, you know what is your biggest resistance to upgrading your life? It's you. Mm. It yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just changing yes. this. As soon as you change this. And you realize that you're a son. Exactly. Come on, point to somebody and say, you're a son. The full inheritance of the cross is yours. What are you trusting Yahweh for today? Hmm? And never stagnate in what you have. Because that's what the anointing and the glory does within you. You know that you know there's much more. But you see, you're not supposed to look at what you see in this realm. You're supposed to have the eyes of Yahweh to see what He sees. And He sees the plans and the purposes and the calling and the destiny that He wrote on that scroll before you hit earth in the flesh of body. You better, you better start trusting Him that He knows what's written on that scroll. That's where the surrender comes in prayer. Yes. What did Yahweh say? Our Father who is in heaven. Yes. Our Father who art in heaven. Mm. Okay, let me throw this in there. My, my little boy, no, he's not little. He's not 33, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking now, when he was a little boy in grade one, he just started school. Mm. And that the teacher started teaching him the Our Father. So he got into. <laughs> I almost fell out of the car door. <laughs> he got into the car and he's sitting at the back. First question he says, Mommy, why isn't God in heaven? I said, what do you mean? He said, my teacher said today, our father who art in heaven. <laughs> he says to me, where's God then? If he isn't in heaven. I couldn't even answer him. Not any time could I answer him on the way home. Okay, so good. <laughs> so, our Father who is in heaven. And then he said, your kingdom be established. So he said, you know when you change your mind, that you're not just in a normal world, not living a normal life. You've been given the kingdom, all of heaven's power, is available to you. So, he said, now the heavens, yes? Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. That's reverence. Yes. That's reverence. Then, this is important in prayer. What did he say? Your 
will be done. Okay. But that is not supposed to be a defeatist prayer. You've heard people say, and take that out of context. If it's your will, you'll heal me. If it's your will. No, this is why he said, Tav, the finished work of the cross. You're supposed to be praying from your from a point of view that you're the son that already received your inheritance from the Father. From a victorious mindset. Absolutely. Yes. Do you know Yeshua died to give you the victory in every situation? Exactly. So the Tav, the cross. So he says, but this is when you reverence him as God. Yes. Always be prepared that when you ask, he says you will receive it, but he doesn't say you'll receive exactly what you ask always. And that's because he is God. He knows best. He's God. Yes. He's Yahweh. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's coming. So prayer is also reverencing him at the same time yeah. as God. With the attitude that his will be done. Yes. And until he gives you illumination, yes. you see, this is why waiting kavah on Yahweh is so important. Because I now am at a point where I don't want to pray one out of my emotions. Yes. That's why the lament is there. That's why the lament is there. Because remember I said three weeks ago, the anointing of the anointing of Samuel is available in this time. Yes. That no word that you say will fall to the ground. Yes. So I want to hear what Yahweh is saying because Yeshua said, that's why Yeshua was so successful in his ministry on earth. He said, I see what the Father is doing. And he, he said it. He said, listen to everybody, to his disciples. No one's going to manipulate me. I am only going to do what the Father shows me to do and tells me to do. Amen. That's the freedom of a son. Thank you. When you agree, and who is agreeing before you speak? Is first in the agreement of heaven. Him and you. Yes. Yes. And the Father and the Son. Father and Jesus. That's the truth. Now remember the ladder is Yeshua, was the type of Yeshua because now the ladder was on earth. And he said, from now you see the heavens open. And the angels. Yes. What did he say first? This is interesting. Listen to this. He first said the angels. The angels ascending and descending upon the sons of men. Ascending, filling, you fill that bowl of incense with praise and ascending and descending. Ascending, angels ascending with your your deepest desire, your praise, your decrees. And then he says, I'll appoint angels. You don't have to watch over your praise. I'm appointing angels to bring it to pass. Did you know when last did you send out your angels? When last did you send out your angels or are they born around you? 
If you need a business deal, a job, you need to regularly send out your angels. Angels that go and open the door to my inheritance. Exactly. Here's the other very, I didn't know this is in the word pray. The Hebrew word tefillah, which is Hebrew for prayer, comes from the verb palau. Palau means to judge. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, wow. Okay, so. Sure. <laughs> that's why there's power in prayer. That's why there's power in prayer. And this is not negative. It also means there's a word reflexive verb in Hebrew, which is lehit palau, which means to pray, which means to judge oneself. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's true because when you're one on one with Yahweh, you are open. You're open. There's are we open? Hidden. There's nothing hidden. So, sure. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome because Psalm uh, 19, okay, so it's, it's judge yourself. Because in his presence, you know why this is in the word prayer? Because he doesn't want you to have anything that blocks him from answering you. He is willing and eager and fervent with fire to answer your prayer. Exactly. But you see, what does the word say about the heart? It's the gateway. The issues of life is pouring forth from the heart. Okay. Psalm 19 verse 19 says, Fear, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous. More to be desired are they than gold. Much more than fine gold, sweeter than honey. Moreover by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. You know, uh, Prophet Gomez's son said a powerful thing that stayed with me. It tutored me through my life. He once said, it's not what you do now and then that will make the difference. And I promise you, when you come into ministry, whether you see dead or half dying, you show up. Okay, because you've got to open the church doors. So, um, whether uh, your son has left or whatever, mm. you're going to walk in there neutral. Yeah. And, he, and I remember, I used to preach to myself, it's not what you do now and then. It's what you do consistently. Okay. He says, because now, sorry? That is faithfulness. The Bible challenges you know, Yahweh was like, oh goodness, he, he put a verse in the Bible, he's a faithful man, who can find a faithful man? <laughs> who can find a faithful man? But I can honestly say that faithfulness has brought a reward. Yes. There are rewards. Yes, sure. You know, and uh, faithfulness will bring a reward.
uh, because he says, by keeping them, by desiring the judgments of the Lord, the judgments means to know his counsel, to know his warnings. So, this is why we live from the Spirit and learn to walk in the Spirit. Because my reaction in the flesh is not going to be the counsel of Yahweh. That's why in prayer is kavah. Oh, it's so powerful. God is just releasing something powerful. Prayer is, I'm first going to entangle myself. I want to hear it. Oh, I have such a desperation to hear him. I tell him, Yahweh, if I can't hear you, I don't want to be on this earth. I want to hear you. I want to move with your voice. When you show him that you want to hear him, I'm telling you, he begins to speak. Imagine if every son, every, every son of Yahweh, every person on this planet does that. Goes to Yahweh one-on-one. And obeys him, listens to him, and obeys him. Open gate fully before him, truthfully before him. Yo, Yo it will be a different. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So wow. don't forget, within that is the word judgment. So it just means hear his counsel and his instructions, and let his instructions instruct your heart. If you, for example, one of the things that will block praise is not him blocking it, it's us. It's unforgiveness. Exactly. It's offense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it just... It's all those type of wounds. Yes, yeah. it's the wounds that we don't deal with. Yeah. In the church, when people get offended or hurt by, why don't we sort it out with one another? Yeah. Because many times, of course, the, or, or we cause offense to each other. I don't cause offense, I hope not. But if, obviously, if, we, if we're walking together and we, we're family, there's going to be some other time yeah. that you feel offended by something said or somebody something good. Why don't we sort it out with one another? Why why then just, you can't take a good in the globe and it's what? We're supposed to be a family and mature sons. You always sort it out. Sort it out with one another. If you you can sort it out with Yahweh, if nobody else is involved and, and the person doesn't know about it, you can sort it out with Yahweh. Exactly. But don't let unforgiveness and offense block your prayers. Yeah, oh, please stay away from unforgiveness. Think how big forgiveness is to God. He says, if you don't forgive, I'll just fold my arms. Mm. Oh, you always say. Mm. When, you, when you don't forgive, all your gates are closed to you. You close your gates yeah. and to the flow, yeah. the, the ladder. So it's like, put a guard in your heart. I'm talking about some, uh, this is very important because prayer is our life. We are prayer. Yes, exactly. So put a guard in your heart. That's why it says, God, your heart. The moment you feel something coming in, and whatever way you decide to deal with it, if it's better for you to go to that person, I think at this point we're a family. We trust one another to say, you know what? If you come to me and say, I'm not going to justify myself, I'm going to say, forgive me. 
a lot of, you know, because sometimes we just not aware of what we say and doing sometimes that can offend someone. So you can't give offense. Okay. Matthew 5.23. This is so important. Listen to this. You see, coming into his presence is prayer is a gift to Yahweh. Because you've set yourself now apart. Now he says, if you offer your gift, and, and your gift can be anything, your gift is a trade of your time. I just want to bring it right into what we are now. So it it can speak to your you you decided this morning to be here because you traded your time. You traded your time. So it says if you bring your gift, and this works for your, your financial gifting as well. Okay. Cain. Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, everyone's giving a gift, so I just don't give a gift. You know, you know, that's why he's divorced the thing. I wasn't accepted. Exactly. Not from a pure heart. Yeah. That's why when you see his glory, his goodness, you just naturally want to give bless. Yeah. Okay, so he says, if you offer your gift, so I just put in there, sacrifice of prayer, or whatever trade you want to do. Because you put in your trade on the altar. Yes. Okay, in the spirit realm, you've yes. got to understand altars. You've got to understand altars. Your altar is seen by angels and is spoken of. That's what uh, um, Kevin said. You know, when you start becoming a distributor in the kingdom, yeah. he said angels run to Yahweh and say, because he was in heaven. He died and went to heaven. He knows what's going on in heaven. Yeah. Angels run to Yahweh and say, look. Yeah. Okay, look what this son is doing. If you bring your gift on the altar and you remember, you see, that's what the Holy Spirit, the teacher, the lament. Yes. Ah, you bring your offering, the lament wants to bless it, but he, he's the teacher. He says, whoa, a little bit. Okay. You are always righteous in my sight. But in this realm, you need to be in unity with your brothers. Hmm. You need to be in unity with your brothers. Okay. Yes. Now he says, if you remember, he doesn't say, well, you know, it's it doesn't it doesn't apply when somebody made you angry, hurt you, and offended you. It doesn't apply here. He says, if you remember then that your brother, whether you were guilty or not, has something against you. Before you bring your trade, my son, because this is how I operate in the kingdom. This is how the kingdom operates. This is how the heavens are open and angels are ascending with your decrees and your prayer requests. Yes. If you remember your brother has anything against you, leave your trade first. Leave it at the altar. Go and be reconciled to your brother, and then come and bring your trade. Do you see how, yes. how why judgment is put within Tefala? Okay. Um, on a still higher level, the Torah teaches, or the, the Jewish sages teaches, that prayer becomes avodah. 
like almost any corner, but avoda, which means it is your service in the kingdom of Yahweh. Wow, wow. Hmm? Everything is tied up in that one it's word. It's everything there. I love it. It's opened up my brain up. It's just so amazing. Okay. It's the service of the heart. You know what Yahweh said to me? He said, if we understand prayer, your heart is being serviced. Your heart is being serviced. Yes. Let's think about that. Hmm? Your heart is full of Yahweh's treasures. And He wants to dig deep. He wants to peel away the levels, the, the, the coverings of flesh. Yeah. He wants to dig deep. You know why? Because not even the angels were chosen like you and me to carry the treasure of his glory. Sure. And we heard this morning, his glory is also his goodness. Yeah. The treasures of the earth, this is the way he brings it out. He says the treasures are under the soil and the dust in the mine. You are the matrix of Christ. Your heart is the matrix of Christ. He started opening a lot of stuff to me about showing me a mine. That he put the treasures of the earth under the earth. How do they have get that treasure out? They have to remove yes. the dirt and the soil. Yeah, this is prayer. Amen. 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 